from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. And I'm Katie. This is the best beer show on the internet. Yes. Ah, so Brian. How? Mm-hmm. You don't have anything to say right now, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw out our ad reads. Do it. <laughs> uh, so the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us during the AHA. We'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms. This will give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage and join today. Brian, you almost knocked over another beer again, so just uh, just be careful with that one. Because remember how bad really... you felt last week? I really didn't almost knock that one uh, over. Though. I mean, it, it there was there was a there was a definite rocking. I also feel um, like this table is too close to me. <laughs> you feel better now? Very. <laughs> I feel very better. <laughs> All right, uh, and then I'd like to give a shout-out to our patrons, uh, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson and Devin Stinson. If you'd be as awesome as any of our patrons, head over to patreon.com slash blindedstudios uh, and become a patron today. And if you have any... Uh, well, and if you can't find oh. it there, go over to... <laughs> oh, I was just I was rolling into the end <laughs> for some reason, just like my brain short-circuited. <laughs> Dead. Uh, I heard it. <laughs> This is what happens when we drink beers on a beautiful sunny patio. (laughs) Right, and then we go into a dank basement. And then, yeah, so there's... Uh, Yeah, Uh, (laughs) anyway... So yeah, Patreon, uh, Amazon. If you do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnessstudios.com. Click the Amazon link above our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal and get a bit of kickback from Amazon. Really helps us out. All right, Brian, what have you been up to beer-related lately? Uh, actually, um, having the opportunity to suddenly maybe start looking for some new some new brewing tanks. So I'm a, I'm a little bit excited about that. Not not saying anything's gonna happen anytime soon, but I'm I'm gonna start looking. So well, I suppose the the lead time on some of that stuff is pretty insane, crazy. So. Can yeah. can be, yeah. I always say add two months. If they yeah. say four months, add two months. So well, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, you know, again, it, whatever. But I yeah. I to think about how you guys got those tanks, which I wasn't around. Into that into that brew space, and you you see these pictures on different uh, on different brewing forums of like you know the semis coming in and they're you know just lifting uh, these giant people have these big open rooms and we wedged oh. that many tanks into this little ass building. I'm very excited about uh, yeah, we'll the prospect see of that. What happens? So with with COVID and the potential for a fall COVID outbreak. Um, are you counting that into your lead time as well, or yes. okay? Definitely. Yeah, we had a um, our tap. You know, we we there was a one of our beers that we might run out of before it's done, or before we can you know get some more in kegs. And she said, "You guys need to beef up production to to Ethan, my co brewer." And he goes, "Oh, it's it's beef. It's it's, <laughs> it's like super. We're doing our. <laughs> it's about as beefed as it can be. So, and that's you know, I don't know. It, it's that saying that I hate." It's a good problem to have. I fucking hate that. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's true. I'm surprised yeah. we haven't had Ethan down here yet. Yeah, either. we should. Mm. I could I could pick him up on the way. Right. Yeah. He, they, he's they, a, I'll a, talk to him about that this week. He's a slippery little happens. man sometimes. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's hard, hard to nail to, down. Yeah. Hard, to, yeah. hard to get a hold of. Yep. <clears throat> um yeah. Uh anything else, man? Mm mm. All right. Uh Katie? No. Um you know, last time we talked about I my 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 
my brew week consisted of brewing some, you know, there are flagships, but not in Wisconsin. And uh, we, we've done some adjustments on our acid malt this, this past week. Um, so acid malt is used to l- lower the pH of your mash and get it kind of within this range where mm-hmm. the beer is... 5.2 to 5.6. Yep, 5.2, and I, I I like it at the 5.2 to 5.3. shoot for lower, three. but there's, yeah, like 5, not lower, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. You shouldn't shoot for lower than 5.2, but yeah. you yeah. should yeah. shoot for 5.2. Yeah. So I, I, I looked back, it's probably been, you know, during our quarantine where we had a little more time on our hands, I was um, looking at our recipes and looking at sort of our, our mash pHs and noticing that they seem to run a little higher than I thought they should. So I took it upon myself to start boosting up acid malt in our recipes. Okay. So the, th- the three recipes we um, we brewed <clears throat> that I talked about last time, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're going to start to see some of the, the results of that to see if um, the beer is a little bit brighter. Uh, I, I find that, um, so all of our pHs were low, or I'm sorry, they were high, they were you know, 5.4, 5.5, which is still within that range. But the beer, um, I think beer tastes a little bit flat. If like the, just if a little the, dull. Just a little dull, exactly. And then, and if you get that, if you get that right acidity, depending on the beer you're you're, you're wanting to brew, it just it just brightens everything up. So the hops are, are brighter, the everything is brighter. So we're starting to kind of look at what what the results of that will be. It's always interesting to hear, like, so, I mean, at the beginning of the show, we talked about, I mean, you know, like three minutes ago, we talked about how you're uh, how you're always brewing, you know, the same beer, like, because it's shandy season, like, we gotta get the Minisconsin out, Minisconsin. Because you brewed a shitload of Minisconsin. But, yeah. like, even though you're brewing the same beer, you're still looking at it and tweaking it and figuring out how can we make this better. Yeah. And changing the yep. recipe, changing yep. the process. And it's it's a learning process for me in the brewery. I mean, it, it, it's it's all this is all knowledge that I have, but you know, cu- you know, I'm still I still feel sort of fresh as far as being. I mean, act, uh, really, really active in the production at Hop Barrel. You, so. Oh, you mean from that standpoint? Yeah. yeah like, so it's like, I mean, also from like a brewing standpoint, like I just like we like our minds were just fucking blown last episode. Yeah. About yeah. some shit. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So we're like, not gonna break Brian and Katie this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, don't break me. Don't break me this time. <laughs> but you know, it's like you so, never know so, everything about anything. Well, and and you know the history of of my employment at at Hop. Hop and Barrel has been, I started there really full time and getting into the production. And then we had this COVID-19. I've told this story before, but you like walked into the brewery and we were basically like, took a look around Probably. and you're like, yeah, I'd like to work here. With my, with my fedora. <laughs> it gets, it gets more and more yeah. elaborate every yeah. time I hear this yeah. story. Know, it's right? She pulled up in a limo, right? Well, yeah, she the, did. The, oh, we talked about this on a the red uh, carpet unfurled was that from the, um, God knows where. What's Gordon, Gordon's? Oh, uh, uh, Rosie the Arena. Yeah. So yeah. the 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 story of me is in that episode. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, you know, we had this. So I was like, all right, here we go. I'm 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 a part of this process, a more Feather intricate part of this process. Yeah. And sunglasses, really yeah. fucking cool dark, designer, dark, dark sunglasses. sunglasses. Um, but then we had, and so it was like everything kind of slowed down, and so now things are speeding up again, and I'm able to kind of look at what I know about brewing. And, and apply that and to how you. to do it quickly and yeah then <laughs> oh it's so much but it's great i love it it's it's, it's, it's a it's a great challenge it's been an intense couple yeah. of awesome. weeks 
All right. Uh, well, let's see. Casey News. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, Casey, what's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, so I found out that my kegerator is probably broken. Oh. Damn it. So like we just figured fun. that out. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, last episode. <laughs> yeah. It literally happened on air last episode. Yeah. It did. Uh, so that was that was, that was was a fun thing to find out. So I got to replace my kegerator. Um, I have not brewed again since last week because I spent 10 minutes. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I have been looking at, um, like, so I've been kayaking a lot lately, and I've been trying to find, like, the perfect river beer. That's been my quest the past nice. week. I think the perfect river beer is any beer. I disagree. Mm. You don't want to drink a Russian Imperial Barrel Aged Stout? <laughs> no. Out, out of a bottle? No, while I do you're not. Kike. Something, okay. uh, right. something canned, uh, like, top contenders. Actually, uh, I found a... What, a four-pack of the Scaredy Pie? That one did really mm. well on the river. Um, All right. Little, uh, yeah. Little, uh, little shout-out. Little, little shout-out. Little, uh, that makes a little a set, could, you could, sense. You could drink Kayak so, Kolsch, but they don't... It's not a, they, that brewing company shut down. Yeah, that doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Mm. We bought a bunch of their kegs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a long time covering up the label of those. <laughs> yeah, we have tall grass kegs in our fleet. We have Lake Superior Brewing kegs in our fleet. We have Rush River yeah. kegs in our fleet. These are like retired Rush River kegs? Yeah. or They're not retired. They just had too many. And oh, okay. Yeah, they had a... like a semi-load full mm. and we bought some. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the We should um, talk like thing I mean, we'll talk is. about off air, but if you guys aren't doing anything, we should swing to Rush River after we're on our way out of town. I could do that. I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's anyway. decision made. <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, I've been doing uh, like some Oliphant uh, or Oliphant. I never know how to say it. I say Oliphant. I say Oliphant. So my problem is, I read uh, Lord of the Rings like growing up. I was a very young age, and that's how they pronounce. Yeah, like and so like it's the same. It's the same word. Yeah. But like in my head, I always said like Oliphant. That's inter- That's like when someone mispronounces like a big word. It's like oh. Awesome! Like you know that word, you know the context. That's really cool. But I know that you've only ever read that word, and you've yep. not actually heard anyone say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So, pff, fuck it, mispronounce it. What was, your, Go. what was your word earlier on the patio? <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful word. I said the word about adroit. Adroit. <laughs> clever, right? Something about that. Uh, clever and yeah, skillful. Well, like, yeah. So, like my immediate thing would have been to say adept in that sense. <laughs> I used adroit. I described Ethan's. Um, his ability to ability. like to mentally map out brewery yep. spaces okay. and yep. stuff, and what yeah. we need. He's, yep. he's he's a clever man. So. He is a clever yeah. man. Uh, but so yeah, that. so that's kind of been that's kind of been my week in beer. A little uh, disappointing, a little not disappointing, which is most weeks in beer. <laughs> Man, what the uh, what the hell is our discussion? All right, about? so we are uh, we are continuing our beginner brewer conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. So we 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 yeah. save this episode for the second of the day because I feel like this one is going to go long. Can we um, review really quick what we talked about last time? Yes. With this? Um, so th- things that we've uh, so uh, in the beginner brewer um, discussion series so far, we have talked about. Um, you know, why to get into brewing, how to get into extract brewing, 
um, some tips for the beginning extract brewer Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just brewers in general. And now we're talking about, okay, you've made a few batches of extract. You're like, oh, my my process here seems dialed in. Mm -hmm. I want to know what the next step is. Yeah, this is more how and or why yep. and, then, um, and then how. Yeah. Yep. And yep. so I, uh, so let's, let's talk about the why first and yeah. then let's talk about the how. Yeah. So the why, uh, Brian, like give me your like two reasons why, uh, switching from extract to all grain is a good idea. Do you want to feel like a badass? Then you should switch to all grain brewing. Is that one or two reasons? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, um, there, there are there are quite a few uh, benefits. It's it's actually easy to learn. Um, I think you're going to save yourself some money um, once br- you get the equipment purchased. Well, yeah, yeah and then brewing a bag requires less equipment anyway, yeah, and so that's true. you can like that that the system that is sitting to my left, Casey system, which is uh, it's the it's the Robo Brew. Yep. Three point one. One. Robo Brew. Robo Brew. Three point one. Uh, was sourced from more beer. Um, yep. And I, I mean that that right there. Un- under five hundred dollar investment. For I that. cannot believe that 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 little setup there is um, a, a full BIAB. Well, and so, so it's really one cool. of those things really where we cool. need to set up a day where you guys come out and we brew on it. So yeah. because it's something that wasn't around when you guys were homebrewing. Yeah, those those these uh, electronic kind of I, I always called them the Keurig brewing systems. Yeah. Just sort of like well, you know push some buttons. So there, and there was like there there are a few like actual Keurig brewing systems out yeah. there. I'm sure. like, well not not like Keurig but um Keurig-ish. what was what, 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 what was the big one? It was Pico Brew. Yeah. Yep. Um which just went out of business I just heard. Um mm, really yeah. I mean that was like that like um Brew it on your counter. Like, what? What's that yeah. real, real fancy store that has fancy gadgets? Um, some somebody out there is in their car yelling the name of it. Like, yeah. it's fan- blah blah it's blah. In, Brian. It's in every mall in the Brian. nation. The as seen on TV sh- sh- shop because I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Grumala. I don't remember. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Long story short. Uh, so in in conclusion, um, I think all grain and brewing a bag method is like one of the best ways to get into all grain brewing. Whether that answered your question, or not, I have no it idea. Did not. So I have I have I have why. <laughs> what were you? Did you ask the why? Me why yeah. why yeah. get into all grain? So I I feel like um before there were like a craft brewery on every corner essentially or whatever you know close enough uh people that wanted like i wanted esb i want a whatever uh extract brewing was an easy way for the for them to get that product mm-hmm. and even though it probably you know it, it was like eh, it's close enough but with all grain it's you can get you can get a craft beer level beer yeah i think i think what you're saying and what i want to say in answer to the question minus the bullshit is just that uh You'll make better beer for yeah. one. You have more control to, yep. you know, make do temp rests and make yep. you know do a ferulic acid rest uh, for a hefeweizen so that it accentuates you know certain aspects of the, the way that the yeast ferment it. Yeah. So I mean, there's, so there's a I lot s- of reasons. So I started home brewing probably uh, 
15 years ago, and maybe amount of more. Years ago, and amount of years ago, I started homebrewing. And it, was, it, 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 and it was it was because the craft brewing industry, at least in our our neck of the woods, the upper Midwest, was still just up and coming. Mm-hmm. And I I wanted to have like super delicious IPAs and super delicious whatevers. And you can't quite get that with extract beer. I also I just looked at it as a level up. Yeah. You know. But then you also have to consider the process is such a, a whole part of it. And if you're a person that um, is interested in that, then that's exactly why you should also do it. Because awesome. you can go down the street or, you know, I mean, in, in River Falls, where we're sitting, there's now three breweries. Is that correct? I don't mm. think Bike and Brew is open yet. Uh, the garage. I yeah, think the garage. Are. Well, are they open now? Yeah, I drove by yet. there. Yeah. Okay. So there are. So, so you, I haven't I mean, been there yet. You're not. You're not. I mean, when I started, it was just there was no craft breweries available. So yeah. I was like, well, I want to make good beer and have it have it in my house. And then I fell in love with the process. But now it's like you can you can get good craft beer pretty much anywhere mm. in any city in the nation. Um, That's a lot of why, but it becomes it becomes a process thing. Where is it? Is it something that I I want to be involved and yeah. do that DIY stuff? Yeah. Well, that's a lot of why we ever, or I ever started brewing back in the day is that there just wasn't. I mean, you could get some, some some stuff. I mean, you'd, you'd walk into a bar and you'd be like, oh oh, at least they have Summit. Right. Well, um, and yeah. when I when you know, I started, or then it was like, oh, at least they have Bell's Two Hearted. Basil. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Bass. Yeah, bass. Oh my oh, god. Oh man, I haven't had a bass in so long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't I just don't I mean the the transition uh from from extract to to all grain it I mean it's yes, it's more It's it's a process control. Right, it's more complicated but it's just, you know, I mean it's a process control, and then you, you've you've just got more options to get better and better and better. Well, I, I do want to give a shout-out to Katie for actually answering the question that I asked. Thank you. So I ended, <laughs> I ended up answering it. No, you just, just needed, tagged along with Katie's you answer. You just needed a little bit of silence. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I, I agree with uh, what you guys have both said. It is, like, it, it's a process thing. Um, you go from the extract and extract with specialty grains and stuff but you hit this point where you can't quite make the beer that you want to make until you make this step yeah. yeah i would say that if you get into the brewing hobby and then you're even thinking about getting into all grain just do it if you have a like a chronic case of curiosity like the three of us at this table definitely well, do so what, what what i like about the brewing the brewing hobby is it's kind of additive so if you start with extract you can use a lot of that equipment as Mm -hmm. you move forward um and we're going to do that episode um soon i just need to put that together i want to i want to go over like i want to take like some of the biggest like starter sets and we can talk about like what pieces you can upgrade yeah and and i like the i also like the idea of of maybe listeners that haven't even started with extract that are they went straight all grain right away. No, that oh, they're they, thinking oh. about starting with extract, but it's like, what's the best equipment that they can buy as an extract brewer yes. that will also carry yeah. over? Yeah, carry I over. mean, there, there's, there's a, so a, much we there, can talk there's, about. Yes. Well, yeah, there's like two matters here. One is monetary efficiency, and the other is like, like how much space do you have? Like, are do you live on the second floor of a walk-up apartment? Uh, where all of your brewing equipment is <laughs> stored in the basement, so you have to walk up to a flight. Then of, something like you know what this I mean. Like that was that perfect. was me when I yeah. lived in Uptown, right. trying to 
trying to brew, like had to drag everything out. I didn't have a setup, so I mean, there's, there's. Did you like? Oh, never mind. It's, all right, that's, <laughs> we can talk so, about it later. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's, it, it that's, that's that's kind of the why. Like, so uh, to kind of boil it down, we have an ingredient. Uh, price thing mm-hmm. uh, because buying raw grains is way cheaper than buying way extract. Cheaper. Uh, you have a control. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now controlling the recipe from start to finish. You're not relying on somebody else to do the um, to do like to build your extract, which means you have control over the mash temp, which gives you control over the mouth feel, and it's also fresher ingredients. And, yeah, you know that too. Um, and all right, so we did uh, cost control, um, and then the level up factor. I think is is kind of the third big one. Where if you want to progress your your beer knowledge, your um, your home brewing proficiency, um, you need to go to this because you're now tasting different ingredients. You're learning how they interact. You're forcing yourself to kind of go into these weird, deep rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're now in this continuously learning environment. Yeah, and I'm looking to online here. You've got, um, so Northern Brewer has awesome clone kits, and their mm-hmm. extract kits are usually about, let's see, what do we got? Um, zombie Dust clone is 62, so $63. For the extract? Yep, whereas the all-grain kit is uh, 45 Yeah. It's a $20 difference. Yep, yep. And, and 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 20 bucks is something you can save and put into some yep. rad piece of equipment like the yep. Blickman Plate Chiller, which I used for years yeah. and is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, Plate Chiller is on my, on my list of things I need to get because I'm tired of waiting that long for things to chill. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking yeah. of, what equipment do you need for all that? Kinds? Is perfect. All right, what? so um, that that opens up a whole can of worms, and I think we need to break this down into two categories. You have the equipment that you need for brewing a bag, mm-hmm. and then the equipment that you need for your traditional uh, three vessel system. I would yeah. say if you're if you're on the fence, start with brewing a bag. But I honestly like I. I'm just going to throw this out there. I wish I would have gone the brew-in-a-bag route. I wish I had started brewing-in-the-bag, too, um, just because Instead way less equipment. Instead of using a cooler, there's yeah. less shitting around. It is, but there's also, in, in, a, in a little bit of ways, it's 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 a little bit more heavy lifting and there's that. all yep. that stuff. So. Yeah. No, there's there, there's definitely pros and cons to mm-hmm. the to them both. Um, like I was able to do much larger beers because I had the cooler system and could do, you know, batch sparging and stuff like that oh. versus what you're limited to at the brew in the yeah. bag. So brew in a bag, you essentially need a, what, a 10-gallon kettle? You need, a, you need uh, yeah, so if you're doing 5-gallon brew in the bag, you need a 10-gallon kettle. A you need a massive bag. Well, what is, yeah, what does Jamil Zanishef say? Right, right to 7, end up with 5. Yep. Yeah. Gallons. So, um, and those massive bags and the kettles are, are you know, you could purchase those at homebrew shops, mm-hmm. whether it's more beer, Northern Brewer. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's there's local. also a huge DIY uh, yeah. thing in here. Um, you can buy like a Concord pot on like Amazon or whatever for half the price. You can get a brew kettle and tap it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you're on a budget, there's ways to do that. And we'll talk yeah. about that in a future episode. Yeah. Or or if you're like me, the part, one of the pieces that got you into homebrewing was like making stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and if you can find a brewery that will um, let go of a keg for real cheap, you can do a, Make a keggle. keggle. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Um. I. I had one of those. They're. They're. Um. The amount of time it takes for them to heat up, is obnoxious because yeah. you're adding. 
what probably three or four inches from the where the heat the heat sources mm-hmm. to where it actually to where it actually is. hits yeah. and it's just yeah, flat bottom pot <laughs> yeah, yeah it's way better i with, definitely with came little, up ruining kegels yeah with uh, a flat bottom pot with an extra you know a thick thick base is gonna I help have, you a lot i have two stolen ab kegs and now four, i'm pretty four. sure 99 percent of the kegels <laughs> out there are from stolen ab kegs i remember <laughs> i remember <laughs> somebody having summit kegs that were turned into kegels and like the Mark Stutrud, the owner of um, Summit, just going fucking nuts about that. And I was like, dude, <laughs> like, yeah. Shit, yeah. shit's going to happen. People are going to steal pint glasses from your tap room. People are going to fucking yeah. steal your kegs. Yeah, like, that's why you put the keg deposit down, right? Fuck's sake. To help recoup some of that. Well, the shit part is that like kegs cost $97, and you usually do a $30 deposit. Right. So yeah, it's like money. kind of a pain in the ass. So, so Bruin a Bag is a kettle... Uh, a bag. giant bag. Uh, yeah, uh, it's so and it's you. You fill that. You you put yeah. water in your kettle and you fill that. I actually have not never. So really all right, so it's, yeah. it's basically like a uh, like they they make grain bags. Um, mm-hmm. they're they're like basically a fine mesh bag, yep. and you line that bag into your kettle. Um, and so uh, you do that. You you put the, you put the you put the bag in. Um, you you heat up your your mash water and to, then you uh, to, to like one hundred and fifty say. Well, so I always use uh, Beersmith, but so usually it's about ten degrees over yes, what yeah. what you want to mash at. And yep. so when we're when we're talking mash temperatures, we're looking for um I think it's one forty eight to like one sixty two. That's right? on the high side, yeah. Yep. And there's a whole there's podcast an about entire mash you, science. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, but you you're 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 doing a ten degree increase to account for the grain temperature yes yeah. so your your yeah. grain your grains are going to suck up a bunch of thermal mass yeah um and so as you're adding them in you're going to drop temp so you want to you want to raise that up to uh to about 10 degrees over where you're shooting for then add your grains um into that bag yep. and stir it like like you would just a regular mash make sure you don't have any dough balls and stuff and yep. you let that sit the, where where it gets interesting is so now you're um like so brew in a bag now you are at your like so you you mashed in right so then you can batch sparge on that because you already have the 10 gallon kettle right so basically you add the rest of your volume in and then you like pull your grains out and that will drain back into the kettle yep uh we had, is that uh do not squeeze the bag thing uh do not squeeze a- the best. Ask bed. ten. No, that is not an ask ten brewers. Like Bjorn made a very good argument. Did he? Uh, Did he? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I remember reading it. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah no, the, the argument was um, at the at the like at the pro level, you're adding way more pressure on those grains than you would ever be. Squeezing so they're getting them. squeezed anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, that, so squeeze that those grains. Get all of the liquid out of there, yeah, so you can get yeah. all of the of yeah. the sugars. Um, yeah, and and I would say too that. Uh, Brew in a bag, it, it sort of lends to a faster and easier cleanup. Um, it's the fastest method to brew, too, if that's what you're into. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, man, nobody wants to have an eight-hour brew day. Um, no, I mean, the I, longest... I do. I oh, wait. That's my, my profession. So but the, I think the <laughs> longest one I did was 16 hours, and I did four brews that Ouch. day. Gross. Yeah. I, but I did it. 
but I... <laughs> yeah, so, and I talked about, like, you know, the heavy lifting. So, you know, the thing about it is you ha- you do have to um, figure out a way to get you have that to lift big, this bag. giant... Um, a lot of people Water use winches sog. and pulleys. Yep. Um, yep. It, it's 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 a lot of weight. So keep that in mind. Brewing a bit, you're um, going to end up saving saving money. Yep. As yeah. You're so basically, extracting sugars if, on your own. Yeah. Um, I, I look at brewing a bag as kind of like the the in between step between um, extract brewing and mm-hmm. like your full like three vessel system. Yeah. Honestly, um, if it, if it made if it made sense on some type of level, like. I think larger breweries might get into it because from a space standpoint, we from we, a space standpoint, it makes way yeah, more sense. I mean, but then there's process engineering, which is another rabbit hole. So we have a yeah. three vessel system at the brewery, but the way I piped it, it works like a five vessel system. So you can do those kinds of things. But yeah, I know in case you just why do you need five vessels, Brian? Oh, That's a completely different conversation. A whole different conversation. I don't want to get into. Yep. We're just talking time. about a three vessel system right now. Yes. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So that's that's, that's kind of brew in the bag, and we're all very new to brew in the bag. Like this is mm-hmm. my first brew in the bag system. Brew in the bag's not that old, man. It's not. It's it's very it's very new, and it was created by necessity because we had a lot of um, people brewing in apartments and stuff, and like they didn't want to haul this um, stuff. So then you have your traditional three vessel system. So basically, you have a mash tun. The most common one is the orange igloo cooler yep. for starters, with a false bottom in it yep. or a manifold. Yep. Um, and a manifold is usually like a PVC piping or copper piping. PVC, yeah. With that you you cut slits in. in or, yeah. Yep. Yep. Copper works well because the like you'll get trace you'll get minerals off of uh, the copper that the yeast need. Also, uh, copper is naturally antimicrobial, right? That too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, copper. Copper is a big thing, and we will get into. Uh, actually, if you listen to some very early uh, homebrew bound, uh, you will hear some very heated discussion about uh, false bottom versus manifold. Because oh um, there are definitely two Was that when there. Rick was on the show? Uh, no, no, this was before Rick. This was when it was me and Miles. Mm. Miles was a manifold man through and through. And I am a oh. false bottom man because false bottom, you get less channeling. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Interesting. And, I mean, really, like, you could go out and you could buy the copper. I mean, this is all, like... Uh, you know, you build your equipment based on how much you want to, how much work you want to put in, mm-hmm. put into it. But you could go out and you could buy the copper or the PVC piping and and saw little slits in it yep. at certain certain yeah. increments, or Which just go. I've the, done. Or go to the homebrew shop and buy a man, buy a false yeah. bottom. You I know? definitely built a square sparge arm that I. That's how I learned to solder copper pipe, mm-hmm. and then just made little like like little yeah. Worked great. As long as you could regulate the flow correctly. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, and all this stuff, like, there's so many DIY uh, things Tons. here. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to that in a later episode. Yeah. Uh, we're just talking basic equipment. So your your three-vessel system is you have a HLT, which is a hot liquor tank. You have a mash tun, you have your kettle. Yep. Um, for me, my three-vessel system is essentially, I do batch sparging. Uh, and so that's that's I guess that's something else we should talk about the different uh, sparging. Uh, so you have batch sparging, you have fly sparging. Um, that's kind of it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. and both work fine. Yeah. 
Uh, so batch I've had barging, good results with both. So yep. batch barging is you essentially just dump your remaining. Uh, so you you uh, you louder out uh, your your mash ton like you you take all away all the initial liquid, uh, and then you just dump all the remaining water in. You let it sit for a few minutes. Um, I like to recirc that just I to would, make yeah. yep, just to make sure. Uh, but from if you don't have a pump, just let it sit, mm-hmm. um, and then louder it again. Like do the like just you know pour it back in the top and then put it into your kettle. Fly sparging is. You have another vessel with like a spigot or a pump or something, and you slowly trickle it over the top of the grain bed while you're draining out the initial. Lovely, lovely. Right. All right. So process changes going from all grain to or from extract to all grain. Um, your brew day is going to double. Easily. Time wise, yeah. yeah. At yeah. least. Um, your first one, your first all grain batch will probably take you six to seven hours. Uh, and yeah, a lot of worry and all the things. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I would say probably um, closer to eight hours, yeah. to be honest. And this is if you're getting all like milled grains, too. We haven't even talked about mills. So, like, uh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so right now, like if you're just getting into it, trust your homebrew shop to have their their milling set and use that because it's going to be the most consistent. Yep. Uh, option for you um so you have that so instead of just dumping things uh you're dumping extract into boiling water now you have to build that extract so you're going to heat up your water to um your mash temp plus 10 usually uh just a good rule of thumb um use use a use a use a temperature calculator if you have access to one and and also how much water you need yep yeah um, oh, good rule of thumb for that is for what is it? It's is it like one point two quarts per pound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's one point. I always use one point two five to one point three three. Yep, same. That was my number. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you don't want your mash too or thick. One point five. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you don't want it too thick. You don't want it too loose. You mm-hmm. kind of want it in this like, uh, like loose oatmeal range is kind of what yep. I call it. Yeah, I mean your sure. average batch is from a homebrew standpoint. What about fifty? 15 pounds of grain-ish? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, depending on... What I, w- doing, I would yeah. say when you're getting into the the, the 20s, then um, for starters, rice hull, but... Yeah. Yeah, unless you're Gordon, then you start with like 30 pounds of grain and can't <laughs> figure out why I'm mad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to make the biggest yeah. beer possible. But then the, the you know, I mean, we, we can get into volume... Water, yeah. whatever, all, but you know, you're basically using uh, similar mash volume versus sparge volume. But yeah, you, yeah, that's yeah. So, all right, so yeah, so you, you mash in. Um, I guess we will kind of talk about just basic terminology stuff here. So, once you add that, um, basically, mashing in is like adding your, your hot water and your grain together, mm-hmm. like that's that's your mash. Um, you let that sit for an hour. Then you will um, recirculate that or louder that, and then you will pull that off into your kettle, and then you will somehow get um, the rest of the water in there. If that's a batch sparge, fly sparge, um, if you're doing brew in the bag, the process is a little different, um, but it's essentially that. So you're doing your sparge. So it's like you extract a bunch of stuff, sugars, color, all the things, you know, flavor from those grains, <clears throat> and then you rinse it one more time with more yep. hot water to make because sure you, you hit everything. a solubility yep. Um, yep. issue. Yep. 
Um, all right, so then your process, uh, at that point, you are now back into your comfort zone with your extract. Yep. Um, Now you're just boiling. Mm -hmm. Now you're doing full volume boils, which if you're at this point, you probably were before anyway. Um, So you're doing that. You're doing your your hops and stuff. But yeah, so basically the only process change is all pre-boil. Yeah. And it's not as hard as you'd think. I I remember when I was um, doing extract and I was talking to some coworkers at my 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 first real job. And they were both extract, or I'm sorry, they were both all grain brewing, and they were like, "It's easy, don't worry about it." But it's it's still it seems like a lot, yeah. but really, you know, just get some guidance from your homebrew shop. Understand that your first batch isn't going to be probably exactly what you look for. You know, you talk we, we talked about yeah. like mash temperatures, and um, you know, you have a recipe that says that your mash temperature should be at one one fifty two. Just get it within like the one forty six yeah. to one sixty range. As long as it's in conversion range, you're, you're, and, you're gonna be out thirty five dollars instead of you yeah. know, twenty thousand yep. dollars. Like. Yep. And you know, ma- and again, we talk ma- mash temperature has an effect on mouthfeel, whatever. And, yeah. But Lots that's not important stuff. on your first batch. Just get the process oh, down. Yeah. It's just sort of you know, it's sort of like we talked about with extract brewing and. Um, learning sanitation and and cleaning and all the things is is just as important as the first maybe two or three ex, um all grain batches that you brew don't worry about mash temperature as long as it's 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 within that range and um follow follow a recipe that you find whether it's a kit um don't don't start throwing um what I was- worked I worked at at when I worked at Northern Brewer we had somebody come in and he made a um, some beer and its base base malt was special B. No, Ooh. and it was That's actually not... like well ferment, like the yeast. It was just it was it was um, like well fermented. So Fine, like do pulled, stuff but like it, that. It was but like it... don't don't you know don't don't get too creative with your with well, your with your recipe was, development. Was it, uh, the first few patches was it four or five years ago that Buffalo Wild Wings did those Super Bowl commercials. With uh, Zach Galifianakis, where he was like the home brewer and made like the bratwurst beer and stuff. Oh, Can you remember that? No. no. Okay. Thank God. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, just 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 follow a recipe, and then you can start changing little things. And you know, this is a whole. Yeah. We can uh, I mean, more, I mean, to do like a just gosh. shameless plug. If you want to look at some recipes, look at our eighty style challenge recipes. There There's literally a recipe for every style. And all those yeah. turned out. For the most part, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe you. <laughs> um, the uh, the uh, or uh, pick up the uh, pick up the uh, Jamil Zanishev book, um, oh, Every brewing. Style Challenge. Or, well, no, brewing, uh, brewing classic brewing styles. Brewing it's styles. actually uh, Jamil and John Palmer. Yeah. That that book has inspired me. <sighs> Man, I have, more you, than have once. you seen my copy of Brewing yeah. Classic? Yeah, mine is beatish. Yeah, it's it a great. That's a great book. Well thumbed through. Yep. yep. And then, um, yeah, plenty of wort spilled on it. Uh, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you yeah. don't have that, and, and and you're brewing, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So. And the nice thing about that book is, um, it also has an extract version. Yep. Yep. In Always. in within the recipe, so like you can he kinda wrote look. that for extract brewers. And then, and then he, yep, all grain exactly. Is, yep. Is and a, it's is a, a side note. Yeah. No. Yep, for sure. It, so. Yeah. No. And I brewed a lot of those recipes. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Same, same. Same. Um. Yeah. That so por- I the would porter recipe. I've probably brewed two dozen times. My so. um, what my my previous brewery, Bobtown, the cream ale was 
very much inspired by that yeah. book. Yeah, and that's totally yeah. fine. I mean, we, you change you a know, few things here and there, but you, the it doesn't it 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 you shouldn't feel bad about like grabbing someone else's recipe. Uh, that's why you know we make a lot of different stuff public. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. and I yeah. don't have any problem telling you exactly what ingredients are in. Uh, the beers we make at Hop and Barrel. Um, I just I don't believe that you're going to be able to make it taste the same. No. Nope. Uh, so well, this is all process it's, and water chemistry, right, process and, stuff and water like that. chemistry. But and, yeah, no, and, reach out so. and it, like if you are getting into home brewing now, I guarantee I can almost guarantee that you have a local brewer brewery that you go to. Mm-hmm. Go and ask them questions. Yeah. Like, don't be super annoying about it but yeah. like go and ask them questions be like hey if you have a few moments like i'd yeah. like to ask you this or hey what's in this beer how can i make something like it yeah, yeah. there are some i think some brewers out there that are get weird about their those are so far and few between though recipes like, that, but like 90 percent i've talked to have been yeah. so open and mm-hmm. so like being like, like i said oh, hey we just like to talk beer here's where yeah. we're at you don't know where we get our, <laughs> we get our hops from like yeah michigan um. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. You um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Kind of recap. Um, don't be intimidated by it. The no. the additional equipment cost is not too much. Um, if you want to do brew in the bag, if you want to do the traditional, it's a little bit more, but it's still not that much um, to to kind of go there. You're gonna get a lot more control. Um, and you're going to feel more involved in your brewing process and you're going to get that kind of feeling out of it too. Yep. Um, any last like thoughts you guys want to leave people with or? I don't think so. No, I mean, if you guys have questions, always let us know. Yeah. Don't be scared. It's a, it's, don't be scared. It's, you'll be, you'll be, if you, if you like the process of, of brewing, you're going to love the process of, of all grain brewing mm-hmm. and you just got to get through that first batch or two to kind of figure, figure out what, what works for you. All right. Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersuse.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. So, blindersuse, or follow us on Twitter at blindersuse.ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Yo, peace. Bye.